Hey leaders, before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you about a free event that I'm hosting, your personal leadership audit live workshop. I've put the workshop together because if you want to stand out as an exceptional leader, you have to know yourself inside and out. Understanding your strengths and weaknesses is critical. And for that, you need a high degree of self-awareness and a commitment to self-reflection. Now, if you're committed to unlocking your leadership potential, then working through a self-assessment like this is going to help you to quickly identify a path to higher impact. I'll be leading you through a deep dive into the seven imperatives of my No Bullshit Leadership Framework, so that by the end of the session, you'll know exactly what areas you need to develop if you really want to stand out from the crowd. We're only opening up 150 spots, so register now at yourceomentor.com forward slash workshop. That's yourceomentor.com forward slash workshop. Are you selling a little or a lot? Either way, Shopify helps you do your thing. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. It helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. In fact, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And now you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Most of the business owners who listen to No Bullshit Leadership want to go large. What's so cool about Shopify is that no matter how big you want to grow, it gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash leadership or lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash leadership now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash leadership. Hey leaders, M here. We're finalizing Marty's 2024 speaking calendar and he still has a few opportunities available. Now you've experienced the impact that Marty has on the podcast, but that's only a tiny fraction of the impact that he has when he delivers an in-person keynote presentation. If you'd like to book Marty to speak at your organization's event, go to martingmore.com or send us an email at hello at martingmore.com and we can chat about how to tailor his powerful message to your leaders to achieve real results. All right, now back to the episode. Welcome to the No Bullshit Leadership Podcast. In a world where knowledge has become a commodity, this podcast is designed to give you something more. Access to the experience of a successful CEO who has already walked the path. So join your host, Martin Moore, who will unlock and bring to life your own leadership experiences and accelerate your journey to leadership excellence. Hey there, and welcome to episode 226 of the No Bullshit Leadership Podcast. This week's episode... The five best episodes of 2022, as chosen by Marty and M. Now, this is the fifth Christmas for the No Bullshit Leadership podcast. And as we traditionally do at this time of year, M and I are taking a look back on the year of podcasts. We've picked out our favorite episodes for you to go back and listen to while you're enjoying some downtime in the new year. It's been another cracking year at Your CEO Mentor, and one where our global reach has grown enormously. I'm settled into life in the US, 
M has a new addition to the family, and everything is going exactly to plan, just as it's meant to be. We smashed through the 3 million download milestone a few months ago, which is a whole lot of impact for the leaders in more than 150 countries who tune into No Bullshit Leadership. And we also conducted two more wildly successful cohorts of Leadership Beyond the Theory. Now, the latest public cohort was bursting at the seams with almost 350 leaders. And I have managed a trip back to Australia, where I got to work with several clients in face-to-face mode. And let's face it, there's still no substitute for that, is there? What a year. So, as we do, this episode is a joint effort between me and M, the other half of your CEO mentor and producer of the No Bullshit Leadership podcast. Slight shift in your focus this year, M. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Hello, hello, everyone. And that was a great wrap up, Marty. I think you've really covered the main food groups there in what we've been able to achieve this year. Um, I've been super proud of everything we've been able to do and, and the team's done a fantastic job. But yes, I do have a new addition to the family, Florence. She's uh, just over four months now. So that was a really interesting time for me to be kind of going through an LBT launch and all of that stuff with a with a one month old but the team did I didn't even actually really have to do anything I just watched watched everything happen uh, you and the team carried everything really really well super impressive so um, yeah now it's it's the holiday time and I'm just really enjoying my time with Florence and uh, Francesca and Clementine my stepdaughters my husband Royce and the two dogs and we're just gonna chill out for a couple of weeks. Uh, the weather's a little bit different for, for us than it is for you though over Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> totally, it's just starting to get cold here and we've got a big storm coming through for Christmas. Um, but I've got to say, now I say this in all seriousness without one little bit of bias as a grandfather, Florence is the most beautiful baby I've ever seen. <laughs> what can I say? No bias whatsoever there. She, she is impossibly cute and uh, I'm looking forward to spending a lot more time with her. Well, I, I'll let everyone in on a, a little family secret here. Every single morning, Marty demands a video of Florence. So <laughs> I do I think too. He'll, he'll have, by the time he sees her next, he'll have had a video every single day of what she's been doing and what she's been getting up to. So yeah, very cute. Yeah, I've got my eye on her though. She's already working from home. I've got to make sure she stays productive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we handle the 2022 episodes, I just want to talk about the evolution of the podcast. And when I look back on the year, I think that I've done more linking of the concepts of no bullshit leadership to the issues that are timely and present and the things that we're focusing on in the moment. So I've become a little bit more US focused, which comes from living here. Uh, but I also have a good view to global issues, I think. So I've managed to cover a lot of ground that makes this a little less Aussie-centric. And uh, apologies to all the Aussie audience that really, really love the fact that I was really dealing with local issues, but I think it's become more of a global podcast than it was just in its nature. Um, We've got a bunch of changes coming to 2023. So, uh, for example, you may have noticed that we've got YouTube versions now where you can actually not just hear it, you can actually see yours truly delivering the podcast. We'll also be doing some mini episodes in 2023, and we're going to mix up the format just a little. But don't worry. We aren't going to mess with the tried and tested weekly format that you all love. Yeah, the Sydney team is really looking forward to giving you guys more Marty in your ears and kicking it up a notch. So lots to come in 2023. 
All right, Marty, let's get into the meat and potatoes of this episode, as you would like to say. <laughs> yes. I think we start usually with a couple of episodes that didn't quite make the cut of our top five. Um, but, you know, honorable mentions, I think they're worthwhile. So do you have an episode that you want to give an honorable mention to? I, I do, because, you know, when I recorded this one, I thought it was a no-brainer to be in my top five. And it was episode 182, What is Strong Leadership? Now, the reason I recorded this was that I wanted everyone to understand the difference between strong leadership, as I talk about all the time, and then the concept of simply being tough or overbearing or directive. Now, I give a bunch of examples about what strong leadership isn't. And I think that's really important because a lot of people, as soon as they hear the word strong, they think that it is domineering and that it is not a good way to lead. It's not servant leadership. It's not inclusive leadership. It's not collaborative. It's not nurturing. It's not caring. It's not empathetic. But this isn't actually the case. Now, we know there's no place for aggression or intimidation or bullying anywhere in the workplace. And I've got a couple of examples of CEOs who clearly demonstrated that's the way they roll. So strong leadership, in contrast, requires the ability to um, balance compassion with an unyielding commitment to results. Uh, It demands that you remain really closely connected to your people so that you know how to stretch them and how to bring out the best in them. Uh, As a a tip of the hat to my American football um, love, you've got to be able to control the huddle. Uh, A great quarterback controls the huddle and a really good leader controls the huddle. I talk about the need to demonstrate accountability, to demonstrate courage, and of course, to have boundless empathy. And of course, to stand up when it counts, regardless of the personal cost. So this is what I mean when I talk about strong leadership. And this episode was really good to draw that distinction between this type of strong leadership and then just being a dickhead. (laughs) Marty, I will just say, I don't think it got as much attention as it probably should have. I think people looked at the title and went, yeah, 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 strong leadership. I know what that's all about. But I really encourage you to go and have a listen because, you know, there are some things in there that even I was like, oh, yeah, that was a really good one. So, um, you know, definitely go give that one a listen. Yeah, thanks, Em. So that's my honourable mention. Do you have one? Yes. So my honourable mention is, a, a well, definitely one that I didn't think at first as we were making it would be such an impactful one for me. But obviously because... A big part of my role in the business is to get people through leadership beyond the theory and focusing on the leadership development side of the business. I really loved episode 213, getting an ROI from your leadership training, because I speak to so many leaders in the public cohorts of leadership beyond the theory when we work with organizations privately that they really just don't understand what that ROI might look like. And so they find it really difficult to, I guess, justify the spend or the time, you know, taking time out of the business to actually put your people through training. So this was a really important one, I think. I I guess, you know, you do a really good job in differentiating between skills training and professional development training. Uh, It talks about the 70-20-10 adult learning model and, you know, that actual training is only 10%. So that's, I think that's an eye-opener for a lot of people. So I just want to run over a couple of the really key principles from this episode that I think are important. So setting objectives prior to the training. So don't just go, yeah, 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 this is great. We're all going to go through this training. Um, and then you get to the end and you go, well, what did we actually achieve? Did Were we able to measure anything? Um, you want to know that before you get started. 
Uh, measuring outcomes, not inputs, is really important. So it's not just did they do the work, did they watch the video, did they download the PDF. It's what did they actually take out of that? Have a conversation with them. What did they learn? What does it mean in your organization's context? That's really important. Not just watching the material. It's like, did they actually learn something and can they put it into practice? Another one that I love is that the learning doesn't end when the training ends. Um, and then I think the, the last key principle is if you send people on training, be engaged with them. Talk to them about what they're learning every week and help them to contextualize their learnings for your organization. That's going to be incredibly important, um, you know, to get that, uh, I guess, sustainability and actual real world implementation. Otherwise, it's just another nice to know that you put a tick box next to when it says, did you do your leadership training this year? So we've got a great resource that goes with this episode all about supporting your people when they're doing leadership training. Definitely go grab that. I'll put the link in the show notes or you can download it for free at yourceomentor.com forward slash episode 213. All right, Marty, why don't you take us to your first pick for the top five, working our way up to number one. So what did you have at number five? Yeah, thanks, Em. I want to start with episode 185, the mental health minefield. Now, I think this episode was really important because we're seeing such an increase in mental health issues in the workplace right now. And most leaders tend to avoid the issues. They're really hard to deal with. And so they're, they're better to avoid because it's hard. And it creates an accountability dead zone. Now, I use a bunch of examples that are incredibly practical in this episode. They demonstrate how you can lead compassionately and care for the individual without suspending accountability and the performance standard which is super important. So I talked about the difference between empathy and sympathy, and I covered both the practical and the human elements of dealing with mental health issues. So obviously, I'm not a clinical psychologist, but I'm really proud of this one because it's such a useful guide for every leader at every level. So in my mind, this is a must-listen episode, purely because the situations can be so tricky, and this is full of practical tips. Okay, Em, you're up. Tell us what you've picked for number four. Okay, so number four for me was episode 190, Leaving Space for People to Grow. Um, I was so sad to hear of Taylor Hawkins passing, who's a drummer for the Foo Fighters. Marty, I know you're a big fan of Nirvana and the Foo Fighters. being an, Yeah, being an ex-drummer, and you had a particularly, I guess, soft spot for Taylor. I did indeed. He was a legend, and uh, I saw the Foo Fighters live a number of times. He was an incredible rock drummer. Like, his power was unbelievable. Yeah, and so when you said that you were going to do this episode, I thought, oh, I wonder where this is going to go, and then... Yeah, when I listened to it, I just thought it was so amazing the way you linked what they were doing in the Foo Fighters, in the band, to leadership. So some of the key points that I liked, obviously, I really loved the way you framed the episode. But I think often as a leader, you can do certain jobs better than the people who work for you, but you have to resist the temptation and let them learn and grow. (laughs) So, you know, Dave Grohl, lead singer of the Fooies, one of the greatest rock drummers of our time, but he had to let Taylor play the drums and resist the temptation to step in himself. So that was a really awesome kind of example of that in a non-business setting. 
Yeah, who would have thought a, a rock band would be uh, dealing with working at level issues, eh? Exactly, yeah, and micromanagement. There were so many lessons that you take from the Foo Fighters, but I thought I'd just quickly run through a few of my favourites. So, authenticity. They play and sing, they don't just rely on computers, and their fans know this and they love them for it. Doing the work to be the best. They put in the hard work to get results and it pays off big time. Aligning people around a compelling vision. You know, we talk about this a lot, but this was a great way to look at it, you know, not just from in your workplace and creating that, you know, mission and purpose and everything. Doing the thing that most resonates with you and not just going for status and money. You know, we talk about self-interest a lot and this was a really great way to look at that. And ultimately, working out how to achieve excellence over perfection while watching someone else grow into their brilliance. And Dave Grohl really struggled with this initially, but I think, you know, the the relationship that the two of them had and the way that Dave was able to let Taylor become the best drummer he could possibly be for the band, uh, it, it's beautiful watching that. Oh, totally. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, Em. Uh, and it was so much fun drawing the analogies from my favorite band to the world of corporate leadership. Yeah, you did a great job. Really, really good. Thanks. So what do you have for us at number three? Uh, Number three, I've got episode 197, Why Can't We Be Friends? Now, this one's a reboot, but it's one of my favorites. So the original was episode 14, which I thought was a classic. It was just called Friendly Not Friends. And I found when working with clients, this is one of the principles that I'd probably get the most pushback on, and for a few reasons. So I'd have a lot of leaders talking about having developed friendships at one level, then getting promoted to the level above. So they're now leading their friends. Um, Some see it as a natural part of getting to know your people well enough to lead them effectively, but I still really believe in the principle of friendly, not friends. So I've doubled down in this episode. Oh gosh, it's not like you to double down, Marty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know him. Um, But look, I dive a little deeper into a few aspects here. So the bottom line is, you will make concessions for friends who work for you. And they will take advantage of your relationship, not in a conscious or calculating way, but it's natural for any human being to do this. Mm. So I go into more detail on the concept of, you know, professional distance and why it's so important. I talk about, you know, perceptions of favoritism, uh, the way friendships hamper your ability to put respect before popularity, the way it plays into your inbuilt biases like halo effect, and how it can affect your application of the minimum acceptable standard that I talk about all the time. And look, let's face it, a lot's happened to change my perspective in the last few years. Like, I've been able to see the impact of things like COVID on leaders in all situations. Uh, I've got a better understanding of small businesses. And there's clearly been a further shift in societal standards around workplace relationships, especially with men in positions of power. So we're entering a no-tolerance zone, as it should be, right? So, yeah, I've thought about it, I've read a lot, and I've revisited my beliefs around this. And if you're a leader... You still have to focus on being friendly, not friends. Okay, so there you go. Em, what have you picked for number two? Okay, the number two slot for me is episode 201, Finding Your Purpose. Marty, I absolutely loved this episode. We hear so much about purpose and I think especially people of of my generation and younger I think there's been this big draw to you must find your purpose. You know, if you haven't found your purpose, you're completely lost. And what are you doing with your life? And so I really loved the way you went through this quite surgically, actually, and looked at both sides of the argument. Mm. So 
one of the things that you did really well is that you you looked at these two great thought leaders who have completely different views. Tom Rath, who says you must find a purpose, and Marcus Buckingham, who says that the concept of purpose is a lie. So very differing views. Rath draws the links between your purpose and your long-term health and happiness, which is cool. But Buckingham says that it's unlikely you'll discover your life's purpose anytime soon so that you should focus on what he calls the red threads, the things that you enjoy doing that bring you happiness and satisfaction. And honestly, to me, that sounds like a more realistic and sustainable way to go through your life instead of waiting for this one big epiphany going, that's my life's purpose. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. Um, Marty, in this episode, I love the way that you drew the distinction between having a purpose and pursuing your life's purpose, two different things. Your personal stories around this were actually really interesting because even though I've known you for 33 years, (laughs) I hadn't heard a lot of these before. So I thought that was really cool. And um, of course, you had a really interesting spin on the role that money plays in all of this as well, which, you know, big, big hot topic at the moment. So yeah, it's definitely worth listening. Yeah, it, it is because these days when we talk about money, it's almost as if pursuing financial outcomes is in some way like sleazy, isn't it? It's weird. Yeah, but we all know about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? So, you know, if you're worried about how to pay the rent, mm. it's going to be a lot harder to focus on your own life's purpose, right? So you come up with some really good practical tips for how to approach the dilemma of the short-term situation with pursuing your life's purpose. You know, finding your purpose in the things that you do, so Marcus Buckingham's red threads, is a good first step while you're going through the process of discovering your life's purpose. So that was a you know, pretty big episode, I think. Lots of, lots of food for thought after that one. Yeah, I like that one too. All right, Marty, why don't you unveil our top episode for 2022? And this was the episode that we both picked as being number one. Yeah, thanks, Em. Our favorite episode, and mine by far, a daylight second, is episode 215, Results or People? What's more important? Now, this is such a critical conversation. The way this phrase is normally framed, no one dares to answer anything except people. Well, of course people are more important than than profits, but it is such a bullshit argument. And as you know him, I love to do the odd myth-busting episode. So one of my business heroes, Steve Drotter, said in a comment to my LinkedIn post, this episode gets beyond the bumper sticker slogans. Now, I love that, right? So what I really like is that this gave me an opportunity to talk about a very dangerous expression that a lot of people take for granted. So when you say people before profits, which people do you mean? Because you've got to think about employees, suppliers, customers, shareholders. There are lots of so-called people. And these days it's getting even more complicated. So employees are often also shareholders. And let's face it, if customers' needs aren't met, eventually they're going to buy from someone else. And all your people could be out of a job. So there's a short-term and a long-term aspect to this concept. It's never as simple as the LinkedIn quote card would lead us to believe. Absolutely. Clearly one of my favorites as well. And we're actually working on a brand new keynote that talks to this conundrum. So I'm really, really excited to get that ready for your 2023 keynote speaking, which will be a lot of fun. Yeah. And and MS, you know, this is a bit of an evolution, right? Um, And as time goes on and we see the way the world moves, society moves, leadership moves, the principles are the same. But, you know, we have to focus on and emphasize different things. And when I think about this whole you know, profits versus people debate, it occurs to me that the two aren't in opposition. They're actually complementary. 
So, so it's funny, but when you look at it, as we know about really good, strong leadership, if you want to get great results as a leader, you can't do that unless you also satisfy the long-term best interests of the people who are delivering those results. And so they're actually in harmony as opposed to opposition. And so this is going to be one of the key things that I'm going to bring forward in 2023, as you know. Yeah, love it. Cannot wait for that. And Marty, I just have to say, you have absolutely stunned me with another great year of quality content. You just keep getting better and better every time I think, I don't know how he's going to come up with another, you know, 10 episodes with original view. Um, you do. You just keep coming out with these incredible episodes, short, sharp, practical. They see through the bullshit, through to the, the truth, and they're really easy for leaders to pick up in 15 minutes and, and get them thinking in a different way. So big congratulations because I know how much effort and energy you put into the podcast every single week, how much research goes into them. And of course, now we're doing all these other things like, you know, YouTube and we're going to start the mini episodes and um, yeah, just your your commitment and dedication to putting this free content out to our listeners is is amazing and a big thank you for being such an amazing talent to work with. Oh, thank you so much, Em. I really appreciate it. And look, um, considering when we started the podcast, as you know, I only had, you know, a dozen or two episodes on the chalkboard. So it's good to know that we're still hitting the mark <laughs> 225 episodes later, right? Yeah, and I think a lot of that as well has to do with our community telling us what they want to hear more about. So if you've ever got a topic or, you know, something that's going on in the world or in the media or something that you want Marty's take on, shoot us an email at hello at yourceomentor.com and we'll add it to our questions list and we'll either get it in a Q&A or we'll give it its own episode because, um, you know, we want to make sure that we're actually making content that you want to hear and that's going to be useful to you in your day-to-day, not just what me and Marty think sounds like a good idea. So <laughs> Totally. Um, yeah, and a big thank you as well to every single person who has tuned in, whether it's for one episode or for 52 episodes this year. We have absolutely loved creating content and getting all your feedback. So a big thank you for being so dedicated and sharing it with your network. All right, Marty, why don't you take us out? Thanks, Em. So that brings us to the end of episode 226. And thank you to everyone for being such an incredible audience over the last year. We'll be making some big changes to the podcast in 2023. So stay tuned. We've already launched the video version on YouTube and you can check out our YouTube channel at Your CEO Mentor. Now remember, at Your CEO Mentor, our purpose is to improve the quality of leaders globally. Now to usher in the new year, I'll be lining up my crystal ball to take a look at what's in store for the world of leadership in 2023. Until then, I know you'll take every opportunity you can to be a no bullshit leader. 